1: Statistics. The evil sorcerer wizard powers the engine of
2: science, seeking to forever alter the sacred balance, traveling on effervescent balls of summer fire.
0: This week, Annihilation.
2: The year 2018, we got annihilated.
3: (laughs) Party all
0: night.
2: (laughs) Sorry, that's
0: in a way. When you use that voice and you say we got annihilated, it sounds like (laughs) like a frat party.
2: (laughs) I mean, the year 2018, I probably was busy getting annihilated.
0: Yeah. At least the first half of it. But were you busy getting annihilation? No, I only watched it recently. Same here. I've been hearing about it. When did I first hear about
2: it? Because it... Did this get a theatrical run? I think it was a straight to Netflix deal. I don't know.
0: Okay, I don't even know. I, so the name slowly started banding about. Hmm. Um, I, I saw some numbers where it like it was like it, the budget was like forty to forty five million, and it made like forty three. Right. So it, that's I guess with, once you think of marketing, it was
2: like you know technically a flop. But yeah, yeah. But if it's not released in theaters, uh, it's a theatrical release poster. So it did get released. Okay,
0: release. we're we're sitting in Japan. We don't know. Yeah. They, they did not show it in Japan. I think. I don't even know that. I that we're we're jumping into a film we don't know much about. Mm. Um, I guess. I guess so, I'll say I'm Matt first. I'm
2: Luke. And it's a sci-fi sanctuary. We're we're in my sanctuary today. Yeah, like, we're filming you know, recording rather in Matt's house for I think, the first time being I've been to your other house. Yeah, my other he just, house. Like, that makes me sound like such a bastard. But basically, <laughs> it is in we're in his in-laws house right now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But, but my synthesizers live here, so. Yeah. Yeah, I come here and do music, and now we're doing a podcast. But uh, my real sanctuary, where were we? Oh, this movie. Um, yeah, it's... When, what year did Color Out of Space actually come
2: out? Uh, like, 19 or 20? I think it was 2020. Yeah, it's, okay. Oh, much more recently. Because this feels like a buddy movie to that. I, I definitely, my first thought was like, oh, this is a modern um, modern version of but Color Out of Space. Basically the same plot. Media yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of up. changes, but yeah, um,
0: definitely had the same kind of vibe, and it's another Netflix movie, so it, it's, I was like, did they come out together or something? It's the same director, no, it's not the same director, but no. it does feel a little bit like that movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give the quick spoiler, I think I still like Color Out of Space better, but...
2: <laughs> um, I'm not sure, I like, I really like the original story of Color Out of Space, mm-hmm. um, but the visuals in this fucked me up more than the visuals in Color Out of Space. Some of the body horror stuff we saw here. Oh, that was pretty, that was
0: like thing level shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess um, when we did Color Out Space, I talked about I love purple, so, mm-hmm. yeah. That probably helped with that. Particular yeah, that one
2: had sort of a fun trip element that this one doesn't quite have as hard. Yeah. But this one I think has a better horror element. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that, but I'm, I'm more into the trippy stuff anyways. Oh, yeah. so. Well, the reason I'd heard about this film a lot is because our mutual friend, Rob, who is more into horror than me, mm. Would not shut up about it. (laughs) But he started mentioning it when we'd already started this podcast, so it was always like, Well I guess I'll watch it when we do the podcast. And now we're here. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, what did I I think I heard um,
0: this mentioned a lot when WandaVision came out last year, which I guess you still haven't seen, but it's it's got the same kinda like, you know, barrier and everything's weird inside sort of thing. So yeah. So it. Has the you know the military base outside of the bubble that all that stuff right? Right, it felt very Wandavision to me. Okay. Yeah, and sorry that was a bit of a light spoiler, but it's been a year. so yeah, I think you watched it, you didn't, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still probably watch it one day, but yeah, I don't give a shit. And then I think I heard some of the conspiracy folks going on about the idea of DNA manipulation in this movie. Hmm. Which is an interesting, I mean hell, that's a thing to take from it really if you want to run with it that way, which I, I don't think is our the bag we're we'll be running with so much today, but it's interesting. Yeah. I think we have I think we're looking more into the box of Lovecraftian things
2: today. Yes. Yeah, we're recording two which have got a bit of a Lovecraft feel. Yeah. We're recording first spaceship on Venus after this. <laughs> which you probably haven't heard of as much as you've heard of Annihilation. <laughs> well, if you're an old school sci fi geek, you've probably heard of First Spaceship on Venus.
0: But uh yeah. Or it's much cooler German name. The, the silent star, was yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. What would that be in German? I've forgotten too much German. It's like,
2: the silent stern. Okay. Oh, it's real close, is it? Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think silent was quite the same word, but it's very close. To I had like six years of German, I should
0: know that. But
2: I had like two years of German, but I used to trade the answers to the homework for cheese drinks with the girl next to me, so... I got yelled at in German <laughs> a lot because I sucked. <laughs> I got yelled at in German a lot to suck.
0: Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I think I mentioned it before I had the really terrible German teacher in high school who he, he kept showing us rise and fall of the first right. But we'd see the rise and then the bell would ring and it'd be like two months later and he'd forget he showed it. And then we'd see the rise again.
1: So,
0: <laughs> so we never saw the fall.
2: <laughs> that doesn't sound like an accident. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the teacher um, was the teacher I had most like the the. Guy in South Park. Okay. <laughs> What's his name? It's been so long since I watched South Park. Uh, okay. He's got his hand puppet. Yeah, right. I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, that guy. He 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 was he had a he he had the same kind of voice when he's speaking English, at least. <laughs> he actually didn't look that much like him. But he acted and talked like him, so that that's enough. Okay. He did not have a
2: puppet. That's disappointing. I like it if the puppet did all the German and he just did the English. <laughs> oh, what do you think? Das just nicht good behavior? <laughs> Is behavior a German word? No, but I don't know the German for behavior. Funnily yeah. <laughs> enough.
0: Okay, um, I guess I'm going to do the plot, but in the future, because we stopped by the 7-Eleven where I forgot to print my plot synopsis, which I I wrote. And you're going to hear now if <laughs> you're listening. You're a listener. <laughs> the meteor hit the lighthouse and created the Shimmer, a strange localized effect from which no one returns. This changes when a green beret suddenly materializes outside wife Lena's bedroom. He'd been lost in the Shimmer a year prior and was presumed dead. He's acting funny, can't remember how he got there, and then begins to have some kind of stroke. En route to the hospital, black vans encircle the ambulance and knock out Lena, who awakens in a government facility just outside the Shimmer. Kane is also there, but in the ICU. As Lena's past includes a stint in the army and an advanced biology degree, she joins the next team to enter the Shimmer, which is slowly but surely growing. Once inside, the team instantly loses three days. Once they get their bearings, they begin getting attacked by mutant crocodiles and bears. It seems the Shimmer is like a prism, not necessarily damaging, but changing DNA and intermixing it from various forms of life. They come across an abandoned base and find a rather disturbing video of Kane cutting open a teammate to find slithering alien-like entrails. Then there are the plants that look like people. Current team member Cass is mauled by a bear and the remaining team makes it to the mutated lighthouse. There they find that Kane actually blew himself up with a phosphorus grenade in an attempt to end the shimmer and that the Kane that came out is a prismatic doppelganger who is also the cameraman for the snuff film. Lena then faces her own doppelganger, who cannot be hurt and does not want the real Lena to leave. After another game of hot potato with a phosphorus grenade, at least one of the Lenas makes it out of the now-collapsed Shimmer. The shared Shimmer, when reunited with doppelganger Kane, suggests it may be the weird one. <laughs> Portman, 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 Portman. Fucked your husband and his best friend just for sport, man. Yeah, she does that in this film. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was looking. That's why I was looking to making sure I got the quote right. <laughs> Don't want to get that one wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's like she it's like on some level, even after making like things like Black Swan, it's like on some level she still has to like make up for Star Wars or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, yeah, she's a very, very good actress, but for a lot of people, she'll always be bad with <laughs> Swatting about in those costumes that make her face unable to move.
0: I did um like the way she's acting in this movie, mm. I mean her as in professionally, <laughs> right like maybe kind of f- similar vibe I guess you haven't seen the arrival yet no I still haven't okay I felt like her character had like a kind of a similar vibe to mm. to that one like you could almost like swap not that they are playing the same thing they're both good actresses but I uh, just I feel like you could even like swap the
2: parts and both movies would not really be the worst for it. <laughs> yeah she, Yeah. um what I like about her in this is you're never quite sure where she stands what's going on which really the whole feeling of the film is like you're very confused. Because everyone's confused. She's confused. People are confused about her. What's going on is confusing. But it does but it's not like you're not sat there like what the f I don't know what's happening? Because you're following the flow of the film. But it's just about like these mysteries within mysteries within mysteries. So I think she did a great job with that. I'll have to give I
0: did have one you know, I was watching last night and had one of one of my cat naps at the computer and um it turned out I had just, like, fell asleep in, like, the last ten minutes, but woke up to the end credits with just all the
2: trippy, swirling things. I'm like, what's okay. happening? <laughs> and then I see director of photography. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you could have woken up ten minutes earlier than that and still had that reaction, because yeah, okay. the end of this film was pretty fucking trippy.
0: Yeah. So I watched, no, I subliminally watched it once and then watched it for real, which I guess yeah. is probably the way to watch this, so.
2: Yeah. Um. Old man sleepy watching his moving pictures at night. Yep. She does come across... Like, obviously, the character she's playing is quite cold and quite professional. Mm. But she doesn't come across like she's just not acting. Yeah. You, there's, she has a lot going on under the surface, which is a sign of a very good actor. Um, she actually was believable as a military person. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, often when they try and tell us a female actress is from the military... You, have to, ca- you have to cast Michelle Rodriguez in that case. <laughs> right. But, yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. They, like... They don't always... Make much effort. They still try and make them like sexy, pretty girls. And then, you're like, they're running around in high heels and they don't look like they could lift a gun. <laughs> Whereas, like, yeah, no, And when the bit where she shoots the alligator and she's just, like, in the stand, stern face, rigid as a rock. Like, yeah, you believe that she trained how to shoot before she made this film.
0: Yeah, this this movie actually... It, it deflates the fun of Natalie's rap a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Because she is hardcore in this one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you this Natalie turned gangster, like no one would be left alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, props to her. Good to,
0: good to see her in a sci fi again, because, I mean, she usually does what? Classy films,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> well, then you've got Oscar Isaac, He yeah. comes across classy, but he only does sci fi films, I'm realizing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Although, you've got this, you've got Star Wars, he was um, Ex Machina. Mm hmm. Although, here he's Could mostly moon, playing
0: blank slate. Like, you know, like, um, doppelgangers, but... Yeah. So he doesn't really have much to do. Well, mean, have...
2: what he has to do is trippy, but... We first see... Because at the start of the film, as far as we know, he's dead. And we see, um, framed pictures of her husband. And I'm looking like, wait, that's Oscar Isaac. He's coming well, he ain't staying dead. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, this film is going to have large segments of flashback, or he ain't staying dead. But... Yeah. <laughs> we well, a mixture of the two. That would be, like, two. a fun meta joke. If they, they cast a famous actor, but he doesn't appear.
0: There's been a few cases where someone ended up on the cutting room floor and, like, their picture is still there. Okay. Yeah, You're, I'm sure that's happened in, But I, I mean,
2: like, I, if it was deliberate. Yeah, I just... Just like oh, we yeah. hired, like, you know, Sir Patrick Stewart. But, like, no, he is just the dead grandfather and he's not in the film.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there are... Yeah, I, I guess I actually did cast him in that case. So there are a few cases where, if you really pay attention, there's a very famous person that doesn't actually appear in the film yeah or, well probably mid-level famous. they're very, very yeah. famous their lawyers will kill you if you yeah. don't put them in the film well, or
2: oh, they're not in the film because the
0: lawyers got involved <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I, I would say Oscar Isaac is mostly just here he's got a duty to perform he pre- pre- performs that
2: duty that's a, I'm about it I mean I he blows himself up his it's well. intense thing he had to do well, well two, the two main things he had to do that did require some acting he had to show chemistry with her in a very short amount of screen time, which I think they did. Mm. Their relationship was fairly believable. Right. And then you had to see him going insane <laughs> when he was watching the videos at the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, for the most part, he's playing... He's like, you know... When you get the actor and he's playing the Terminator, they don't actually have to act, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, from his perspective, I'm sure this was a fun project. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, there is an art to acting as weird and cold and hollow as he did.
0: <laughs> I guess that's an... Thing that makes me think of Color Out Space is that's another movie where it's like super dark but you're like, they probably had a lot of fun making this <laughs> Well, every Nick Cage film, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this one, yeah, too, seemed kind of groovy. Uh, how about the gals? I guess that's one thing that I do like is they don't beat you over the head of we're sending
2: in an all-female crew. They had one line which I felt like, to, oh, that's a little bit of an Avengers line, but it mm. didn't overdo it. So they're like, oh, women? Scientists. Oh, uh, like, okay. Yeah. But no, yeah, they don't, because if you cut that line, I probably would have watched the whole film without realizing.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Because, yeah, I, so it's just, like kind of like the uh, reverse thing. Yeah, they're just characters. They're actors and they're doing the thing. <laughs> um, I would have noticed, except I had heard someone like mention the fact that it was all...
2: Yeah, I would have noticed if they hadn't put a line in the film.
0: Okay, who, who's
2: among that crew? So, so you got Gina Rodriguez, who, no relation to okay. Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, so she'd mostly done TV stuff. It looks like she's a star in a few sitcoms and things. Was she the one that was not cool with what's happening? Yeah. Okay. And um, she was great. She, like, you know, she had a lot of sass, but it felt real. Like, she had very good reason to be pissed. And, she, it, and you could see it, like, stewing before she actually tied them all to chairs. And again, it, a wasn't, bit of thing. it wasn't, out of no, again, more anti-thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jennifer Jason Lee was Dr. Ventress. She, yeah, she's been doing stuff since the 80s, and
0: actually now I'm, like... <laughs> I'm like, gee, I thought she was older than that. So good for her. How, um, how old is she?
2: She is sixty years old. Okay, then she would have been a pretty good fifty-seven in this movie. Yeah, what I liked about her is you could tell something was going on. Mm. Um. And she, but for the start, you think, oh, she's just the cold government agent, right? And then as they get more and more into it, you're like, no wait, this is this is somewhat personal for she her. She's got some skin in the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tessa Thompson, who I didn't even recognize in this film played the other one um Raddick she's mm. just like the geeky girl with yeah. them. oh right 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 yeah that also made me think of
0: like the Marvel because they, they have that the, the geeky like government agency scientist girl in, in WandaVision as well yeah, so. yeah yeah and in um what's it called Thor she's in the first Thor oh Thor oh yeah yeah no that's where she's, the one from Thor that's where she's back, from yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so. no I'm
2: thinking in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they had like the geeky science girl as well oh that's okay
0: the, yeah. thing they did. Uh, again you haven't seen the WandaVision but yeah
2: <laughs> Which is still the only of these Marvel shows I've actually bothered to watch. And, and the other member of their little foursome is Tuva Novotny, who played Cass Shepard. But she was, gets eaten by a bear pretty quickly. She was like the, oh, she's being very friendly. She's going to die.
0: <laughs>
2: With a mutant bear. I, I was yeah. like, oh, mutant bear. That must be that must be your jam. Oh, yeah. It's right up my street. <laughs> um, yeah, there are a few other actors knocking around. The only other one I noticed is Benedict Wong is the mm. scientist who's interviewing her. Right. Yeah, oh, right, right, Rollins. right.
0: He's uh, he's always good as your um, yeah. You can't tell what's going on, interrogator sort of guy. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that I, is he ty- is he a typecast sort of guy? He's always kind of this role, isn't he?
2: Um, I mean, he's long in Doctor Strange. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that seems like
2: typecasting still. In a yeah, way. I don't know. He just he has like a. He's just got a great voice for telling you off. <laughs> <laughs> is the best voice for telling you off? Um, what a question to spring on me. Mm. Is that Patrick Stewart's Stewart? Sure, I was thinking Patrick Stewart because like when Picard's pissed with you,
0: yeah, that's, you know it. That's not good when Picard's pissed with you, yeah. Or Professor X.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, put the cookie down! No! <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of different though. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, those kindergarten kids did not obey Schwarzenegger. They would have obeyed Patrick Stewart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. Well, cool. Schwarzenegger was losing it there, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> the whole part is, it's, I'm yeah, not yeah, angry yeah. at you, I'm just disappointed.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Schwarzenegger can't pull that off.
0: Right. <laughs> he's angry with you. it Wong definitely <laughs> pull that off. So. Yeah. I mean, he does pull that off. <laughs> I guess that's the last, his last appearance was doing that hardcore, so.
2: Yeah. Mm. You said that like he's dead
0: yeah his last, like, the, last no, appearance. the last
2: appearance we saw him in.
0: that's no way home I was like what well, a yeah, month yeah. ago that's cool <laughs> <laughs> two months ago uh, do we finish the actors actors are done
2: They're yeah like I said now. there are a couple others in there but they yeah. were uh, it's, it, it has a fairly decent cast but it's mostly one actors. yeah doing the film like the film is very much carried on Natalie Portman's shoulders it's kind what of like she's Predator without it? an actual Predator somewhat yeah it has multiple predators but the predator is just like an event rather than a guy yeah Speaking of that predator that's not really a predator, this is like, real sci-fi. Yeah. It's just about a weird science event is happening.
0: Yes. Still, but it's still, like, you you mentioned Lovecraftian, you know, the unknowable.
2: Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I count Lovecraft as sci-fi. Oh,
0: they're they're good. They do
2: science, they learn, it's not quite unknowable at the end, I guess. But yeah, it's not like, um, although they have got, like, some military equipment going on or whatever, it's not just, like, aliens, they're not just marines in there to shoot stuff. They are in there to investigate, to find out. Yeah. It's got a bit of a, you know, a trek to Mm -hmm. it. Um, Admittedly, like, they do very modern Hollywood science where they just, you don't really see them figure things out, they just jump to the conclusions. (laughs) (laughs) And they bought the map. Yeah. Jump to conclusions, Matt. But it is, um, the stuff that's going on is properly weird. Mm -hmm. And builds really nicely. Yes. So first you've just got Oscar Isaac's seems not to have much memory, and is sick. Like, that can happen in the real world. <laughs> and it's like, these flowers are a bit weird. It's like multiple flowers growing from the same plant. Weird, but you have to really be into flowers to notice something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why you send the scientists in.
2: Then it's like albino crocodile. That just happens.
0: <laughs> and then, but still, it's a crocodile. It wants yeah. to eat you. And then you, you have to kill it and, like, look into the mouth to figure out the teeth are, like, different. Teeth so. are fucked
2: up, yeah. And then it's like, the bear, the first time we see the bear... We don't notice there's anything weird about it. It's just behaving weird. <laughs> Bears don't really come and grab people out of buildings, usually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got to bother the bear before it does that. <laughs> um, but then when the bear comes back, fuck, that's great. The bear comes back. It's got like half its face is missing and it's just making a woman scream as it sounds. <laughs> That's great. That's really good horror shit. Yeah, I was pretty sure that was a money shot of this movie for you. Well, um, well for me personally, I think the money shot of the movie is... Um, the writhing intestines. Well, the first is the writhing intestines <laughs> and then when they find that guy, just that thing yeah. in the pool, that is wow. Because mm. uh, apparently Rob was saying when he first watched it, that was the image that came up on Netflix when you selected the film. Mm. Ruins it. I, had, I didn't know that was coming, and it's so horrible. Yeah, I did come into this
0: film quite not knowing what it was. Yeah. Like, so, that, I,
2: you know, Because I... it's, it's weird and bizarre, but it still looked real. Mm. Like, if you... Um, what a lot of this film reminded me of. Have you ever seen those deer where they die in, like, Alaska and they're frozen upright? And, like, half, half of it melts, and then that half of the body rots, but it still stood there. Oh, no, I haven't
0: heard that. It's disturbing.
2: Yeah, it's fucked up. I Are was... they in the shimmer? No, that's just the thing. <laughs> that. But that's what this reminded me of. It's mm. like, you're seeing the bits of the body you're not meant to see, but it still looks alive. Yeah. But that's what good zombie stuff can do. But <laughs> very rarely does.
0: Like when we went hiking out in New Mexico, we'd come across lots of weird animal remains. But not. Mm. I mean, it's real dry there, so nothing particularly gloopy.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I remember guys starting to get into like a throwing shit at each other fight because it was so dry it didn't matter. Like big cow plops. Brilliant. <laughs> I, I didn't really want to Have join they in that game. Have
2: they got that site? <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, even at that age 13 I was like yeah I don't think I want to join in that game. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't look like a fun game. Oh, oh that another those are the Boy Scouts and one of the other guys um, wanted to say hi to the cow and we're standing there talking. Oh, there he is being chased by a cow. Out in the middle of nowhere, if the cow had caught up with him, he probably would have Oh a yeah, cow fuck up. you up. Yeah, I know. how would kill
2: more people than <laughs> sharks. Cow kill more people than sharks, crocodiles and bears combined. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we are just sitting there having a conversation. Oh, there he is getting chased by a cow. That was kind of fun. That's a statistic I just made up,
0: by the way. I don't know if that's true. But as, <laughs> as you said, it's got to be true. now. Yeah. Something that works. Every, everything
2: I say is now true. The other thing that the the swimming pool thing that was once a man reminded me of, It's just like, have you ever found some food that's been left, not just like a long, but like a long time? Like if like a bit of bread's gone like behind a sofa for like a year and a half (laughs) and it's just like a colony has grown Yeah, and you just feel like being in the presence of this is going to kill me. (laughs) It had that feeling of just like rot, Mm. but like rot. (laughs) So yeah, that, that visual was very arresting for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, for me, I guess it was definitely the intestines that really stuck in the end. (laughs) I don't know. I guess because I never really did figure out what the fuck was going on there. (laughs) Right.
2: They never really quite explain it. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the body's being reorganized as he's still walking around alive. Yeah. Um, But then there's other bits. And what I love about this film, and Natalie actually, well, her character, Lena, says it in the film, is like, yeah, sometimes it's nightmarish, but sometimes it's beautiful. Mm-hmm um there's like the deers with like cherry blossoms on their antlers that's straight up a pokemon <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a pokemon that is that <laughs> like, they were beautiful and then like the flowers that are just grown into the shape of people yeah, yeah or people nice. that become flowers which <laughs> around it might be like yeah that was like haunting and unpleasant but also really pretty <laughs> mm. and there's the great shot before you see it of just um I can't, I can't remember any of the characters' names but Rodriguez's character just sitting down and looking at it and just the look on her face <laughs> was just like she's done with this. <laughs> it was so perfect. And the shimmer itself is cool. I, I like the lighthouse uh, like the design
0: and stuff when they get to the uh, altered lighthouse. Well I
2: feel like when we get to that whole section the ending needs its own segment because we get like a fucking six films worth of trippy images in the last ten minutes. Okay, we can sit on that <laughs> if you want, for a bit. <laughs> but no, the shimmer itself, I love that. That sort of dish soap slash oil spill rainbow. Rainbow, mm. I always love that when I see it in real life, and just seeing it as like this bubble around the whole ecosystem it was great. It was very video gamey, <laughs> but
0: yeah. Good. So, do you think the plot point that the shimmer is growing is too much? It should just be a shimmer? It's there. Oh! Uh- or should it be, going? you know, eventually going to, like,
2: envelop the planet? I see what you mean, because there is an element of... No, because if it wasn't... Because the point is, like, they keep sending people in, right? Right. If it was just stationary, I don't think they'd have that aspect. Mm. They would have sent one group in and been like, okay, Okay, enough. fuck that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it needed that. But I see what you mean, like, the version of this film where it's just... It's just a weird oddity, that we don't need the... Because that's the Lovecraft element, right, is it's, it's your own curiosity is your undoing.
0: Yeah, that, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Mm. We're here, there, there is actually some, you know, life some threat. threatening yeah. things. Like, 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 although they say it's not really a big deal now, but give it a few months and right. it's going to be hard to ha- not have people notice this.
2: But once you get inside it and towards the end, the imagery is very apocalyptic. Yeah. So the idea that it could spread over the planet, I think is, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's additive. Okay. But yeah, there there is an interesting argument for a version where it doesn't have that. I get what you're getting at.
0: Like, it really is just this anomaly. Because, uh, again, with the Color Out of Space um, metaphors, that, that one is, like, you really have to, like, screw with it for it to yeah, yeah, mess yeah. you up. Like, you could just... It's just that one spot,
2: and then they flood it at the end anyway. So yeah. yeah.
0: So... <laughs> I guess that's why I was thinking here, yeah, the uh, the, the hubris factor's fun, but yeah, yeah, I didn't actually... Also, that just made it another, like, WandaVision thing, because I think that one starts growing at some point, too. Okay. <laughs> so, that's like the cuter version of this movie with less body horror, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Cronenberg body horror that really bothers me. Okay. 'Cause I even here like like you mentioned the fly and I was like, because that, that that's a body horror. I mean The Fly is a great movie, but that's that's the that's the one that really doesn't well, sit with me.
2: Cause yeah, I think I'm in the same boat as you. What most of the body horror we see here, the character's basically dead already. Yeah. What I don't like is when it's happening to someone alive. Mm. Um Like I'm generally I'm more disturbed if in a film if I see someone like grievously injured than someone killed. Because mm. like Death is death. I can't imagine the other side of that. Yeah. I can imagine my legs and arms being blown off. Mm. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> right. Right. So. So yeah, that shit fucks me up more than, like this. This is staying with me, but it didn't. Like, I didn't hate seeing it. I was fascinated by it rather than like terrified.
0: Yeah. Same. Same with the thing. Like, um, you know, and the thing. No, I like, fucking what, love the thing. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> what the because you were like, oh, you want not like the thing? It's got the, all the body horror. I'm like, no, this is this is insane. Yeah. So, you know... How's pro- Prometheus? Um... It's definitely... Oh, that the, the, yeah, the surgery scene's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. so sort of the alien Prometheus angle gets you more, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, so... um Okay. And David Cronenberg's Gloop, you know, because yeah. you get the fly... What is the other one that's really gloopy? Existence, that's the other one where... Oh, really? That, that... that that Those two particular films do, like, kind of creep me out with the body horror. Yeah.
2: Oh, and that might be why, um... Colour Out of Space got you more, then. Mm. Because in that one, like, yeah, it's, they're, like, falling apart as they live. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be it. I'm Andrew Rice. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Miles. And I'm Mus... Welcome to Game Game Show, the game show about games. The unique podcast where four white men talk about video games. Look, Luke, when in doubt, don't go with me. So my thinking <laughs> is just like, uh, you usually do these quizzes, yes, no, yes, no, right? <laughs> <laughs> Luke, no one is that lazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll say
3: like, what, 10 seconds? That's probably usually long enough. Yeah, 10 seconds. There we go.
0: I mean you're not gonna time it, so it really doesn't matter. Does fucking well
3: time it me, I've, I've got to get on my butt up on my tablet. Are you just... Fucking dog. The dog to point me, but
2: then I'm slander. <laughs> imagine being tied with me. <laughs> <laughs> this round is called Punching Upwards. I'm gonna name some video gaming celebrities who are much more famous than us. And you're going to tell me, for what reason, they were (laughs) cancelled. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no! I have no idea who they are. Uh, I feel like this will be a trend for all of these people. (laughs) Game Game Show is a comedy panel game show about video games find it wherever you get your pods by searching game game show find us on twitter at game game show or find this podcast and others that me and my pals create by going to patreon.com podcastio podcastius so yeah that whole final segment <laughs> where like she goes in she meets something. <laughs> that's
0: a nice house of horrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it really is a dead. That's not that's the Disney Haunted Mansion
2: movie should have been.
0: mm mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> The only thing that lets it down is we do occasionally cut to the interview and have a bit of talking.
1: Because
2: mm. if it had just been just sounds and music, because it's so... Bizarre. And the, the music kicks in there in a way that it hasn't for the whole rest of the film. Mm. Just these discordant sounds. <laughs> I couldn't even tell if it was music. Or if the thing was meant to be making that noise at her. Right. But, yeah, like, it's just, like, this floating orb, and then it takes in her DNA, and then it grows another one of her, Mm. and it, like, won't let her leave, and it's imitating her (laughs) and shit. So who made it out? Yeah, I don't know. Because I... I guess guess the point is that it doesn't quite matter who made it out. Like, once you're in the thing, you're part of... Once you're in the shimmer, (laughs) Mm. you're being fucked up from day one. So... (laughs) Because I, when she meets
0: her husband at the end, they they there's kind of the, they both like you know sort of the uh, spinning top. They both kind of shimmer a little, right? So. Yeah. Well, because i um, Because it's you know the film makes it look like like the the actual person got out, but you're like, well, mm. really? Are we sure? <laughs> yeah.
2: So like the ship of Theseus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, because she says like she doesn't think it wanted anything. Mm. Like this isn't, you know, an alien invasion or. A, deliberate attack or whatever. It's just... It's just some life that we don't understand trying to grow. Yeah. So in the end, like... Yeah, sure, maybe it is her that got out, but she had a seed of that thing in her. And in some sense, it has done what it came in to do, which is just to live and to grow and to change.
0: We've I mean, been there for a while, right? Yeah. Now, the... the Actually, we didn't even mention the, the weird, like, time thing where she just, like... Yeah, that... What is it? They, they
2: were moving and grooving, but they just forgot it all? Oh, yeah. Like, the first... They forget, like, setting themselves up in the first few days. Apparently, she's in there for four months. She remembers, like, a week yeah. of it. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that's, like, they're forgetting it or if that is... Because they said it's refracting everything.
0: Yeah. So I, the, oh, time there's being There's some time blindness well. going on in there as well, I think. Because I was just saying, like, someone had to set that camp and I was pretty sure it wasn't the orb.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if... Because their bodies are being re- rewritten as they walk around. Mm. So it probably fucks their brain up a little bit too. <laughs> yeah. So just, you know, the bit with those memories just happened to get shunted to the other side of the brain and disconnected. They might
0: have said it and I just didn't catch it. Did you catch where they're supposed to be? It's in like the swamps
2: or like where America has swamps? Florida okay. or
0: whatever. Yeah, that's, yeah. Because at first, I don't know, for, I was maybe because of Lovecraft and stuff, I was thinking like you know up northeast right but then right. i was like oh actually you got a crocodile so I, I was just thinking that the shimmer is basically where i used to actually teach outdoors <laughs> this, this is where i told you I, I didn't used to care about snakes but right when i had snakes <laughs> falling out of trees and stuff that, that would be like this place okay so when she was coming out of the tent i was like ah, oh, yeah i know that <laughs> i usually remember how i got in the tent in that case but we didn't get a snake did we no, but we could have.
2: Yeah, I was saying I would have must
0: happened, Yeah, I would have had the connection even worse mm-hmm. with the, if the snakes had shown up. Because oh, yeah, we have crocodiles snakes. too, but you know it's daytime and they're the crocodiles are chill unless you step on their tail or something. Usually. Right. So, so uh, I didn't gain such a. Um, we didn't have bears. Mm. So yeah, it could be like North Carolina. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, right.
2: I, I was just like trying to figure out where it was. So we got to do. Um Eraser soon so we compare how CG crocodiles have evolved. In the past <laughs> my parents are years. My parents are obsessed with
0: lighthouses. I've okay. gone on lighthouse tours before. I mean their like our own lighthouse tours and then just mm. driving and stopping at every lighthouse and taking pictures and stuff. <laughs> lighthouses are cool and weird.
2: Yeah. Well uh, the person who lives on the lighthouse is weird. Right, yeah. <laughs> I guess because they're there's something that basically humanity hasn't, as needed, but hasn't really changed for like a thousand years. Mm. It's like, yeah, we just need a tower with a light on it
0: next to the coast. I was just reading a book about the uh, 1970s ship Edmund Fitzgerald wrecking, and one of the big things is, oh, their communications went out, so they needed a lighthouse, but then the lighthouse went out, so... Uh-huh. And then the ship just, you know, disappeared. What, uh, what happened? I think in the end they figured that the thing just basically broke in half and one the bow just went straight on down huh. which must have been quite intense <laughs>
2: yeah. like the Titanic
0: yeah but they need no it's like, more, like, more like way instant. more insane than the Titanic yeah. but um yeah but they needed that lighthouse in 1975
2: quite badly and didn't have it so and then yeah the other element is just the isolation right but right you've never seen a film about a lighthouse where it wasn't about someone going insane <laughs> so <laughs> it's, to
0: watch Anchorman too? Once, <laughs> once Ron Burgundy is disgraced and blind he moves into a lighthouse okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I'm going to throw out I, I think uh, as the years have passed I'm going to I actually prefer Anchorman 2 to the first one mm. you are definitely in a minority of that but uh, I yeah. just haven't seen it so. yeah uh, that, that's why you get to watch and give me if, uh, tell me if I'm just an asshole or not probably yeah uh,
2: <laughs> I also really love I know they didn't keep it longer when she shoots at the thing and just yes. like the bullet trajectories just hang out of its back so, oh, right, okay. And then you see it walking around with, like, these tentacles coming out of its back where the bullets have passed <laughs> through. That was a really cool imagery, but then it sort of loses it a scene later.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to work out your, your shit in Shimmerland, mm-hmm. which I guess is the point. Yeah. I, I guess that is the thing. Usually, you know, there's, like, I, there are rules of the game once you get there. The rules yeah. of the game are just, like, this is going to be, like, weird as hell.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it also it doesn't overdo anything. Like, it doesn't give you, like, 20 different weird mutations. It <laughs> gives you a few and gives you time to sit with all of them. Yeah. Like, even that last section, I'm saying, like, it's a bunch of fucked up shit all at once. But it's only, like, it's, like, one fucked up thing. <laughs> it's, like, the thing becomes a person, she lights it on fire, it somehow lights everything on fire. But it's not, like, the end of Color of Space, right, where we get, we get a big CGI mess of the alien planet at the end.
0: Kind yeah, of lets
2: it down, that,
0: whereas yeah. here we get like a nice subtle thing, right? And, and almost a literal thing, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I do the Twilight Zone podcast, and we keep drawing the line. And um, I just did recorded the, the episode for Mirror Image, which has to do with like doppelgangers. So okay, yeah. So um, in that one, the doppelgangers are kind of um, like. Uh, not, not mischievous isn't the word because they're more like like hardcore than that. But uh, okay, yeah, like they they want you out of the picture.
2: Mm. So, <laughs> but yeah, these ones didn't necessarily seem aggressive. Yeah, they like it looked like Kane had made friends with his. <laughs> it was like you know, here, film me, kill myself. Yeah, like go and go and speak to my wife for me, something. Sort of <laughs> and then like yeah, it was like. She like held hands with it and showed it how to kill itself because it's an abomination <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like it was the idea supposed to be that it absorbed her desire that it should die <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty like you said it's like the, the
0: end is get quite confusing it mm. almost takes a stroll through David Lynch land you know yeah <laughs> it's but a, it's a, a little way, right yeah in a good way but it's a little more narrative that Lynch mm. would just leave you like wait what huh yeah and it would take you like two years to like Something will click. Hey, wait a minute. Now I get it.
2: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because this film is based on a book. Uh, apparently the book's quite different. Mm. Rob said it's the rare, the rare case of Jurassic Park Land where the book and the film are completely different but both great. Oh, okay. Um, but the book has like two sequels, I think, and presumably does try and explain stuff.
0: Mm.
2: But I feel like no explanation would satisfy me. Yeah, it's like the two
0: thousand and one thing, right? Once you explain it, it's not really that. It's kind of lame, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, I think I don't think I want to know any more about this. That's why we're you're we're putting the Lovecraftian label on, it, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's unknowable. Oh yeah, because then when all powerful, and some unknowable. of the later Lovecraft stuff, he does try and explain things, and it starts getting a bit lame. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so don't never explain anything. That's
2: a good rule. Never apologize. Thought. Never explain yourself. That's the Manlyk Sci-Fi Sanctuary message. <laughs>
0: question here is not about it holding up as much as,
2: was it worth the wait? Hmm. <laughs> um, I guess the only thing is, this might have been one that would have benefited from me watching it three years ago and then watching it again for the podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> the first time is kind of like, a, huh, what? Yeah, you're getting us off the back of us both having just watched it, and yeah, you're definitely getting the, we've just been on a ride <laughs> sort of reaction, <laughs> not that we've got deep thoughts about this film reaction. <laughs> Um, like you mentioned like maybe there is something interesting here and in, like it talks about like DNA manipulation and you know that is something that is becoming more and more a real science but should it be how can it go wrong blah 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 um, but yeah I don't necessarily have I don't know if this film is trying to make some big statement about that it's just hell look it is fucked up yeah <laughs> it's like like my favourite Twilight Zones are the ones where there's no moral at all it's just <laughs> what if some weird shit happened <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is definitely in that camp. Yeah,
0: there's no moral here. It's like, uh, did she do the right thing? Did she do the wrong thing? Did, is there a right and
2: a wrong thing here? The you're fact that out. she
0: managed to do something, I guess, is... <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. It's about the triumph of the human spirit, man. <laughs> blah, blah,
0: blah. Are you responsible for your actions while within the shimmer? Is it like Las Vegas?
2: Oh <laughs> 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 well, yeah, um, there is. There. Like, are you responsible for actions that you have no memory of or knowledge of and don't know if you're in control of? Yeah. <laughs> What, what film was it recently where that came up? Or is there just a line in this where they actually ask that?
0: Maybe they do. Cause, <laughs> yeah, because she, she's, in, she's in the isolation room being interrogated when she comes back, you know,
2: mm-hmm. as, as, as... Most of her answers, just, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, even, um, yeah, for the start of the film, she thinks he's dead because she hasn't seen him for 12 months. Right. She has no idea where he's been or what he's done. <laughs> and neither does he. She had a worse homecoming than
0: Ripley. Yeah. <laughs> Of Course, I sent Ripley back out again. They don't send her back, so I guess in the end it's better to have the uh, intense interrogation. You're finished. Oh, we don't know.
2: Maybe there's two or three sequels where she goes back.
0: Uh, well, it collapses at the end,
2: right? No, oh, yeah, but then she, it exists within her. So. Oh, okay. It always exists within She's the shimmer. Don't now. cry.
0: That it exists within you. You are the shimmer that you want to be. Uh, would you prefer a shimmer or a shining? Oh, the shining. Okay.
2: The <laughs> shining is superpowers, the shimmer is just existential dread. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but you have to talk to your finger if you have a shining.
2: I do it all the time. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Kovachis. <Carbages>. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <Next night, yeah. laughs> that probably didn't even come out on the recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should pick up. Uh, I've noticed when I try and do my Donald Duck, it just comes out as... <laughs> I, I remember, Danny's the boy. What's his little friend did, You asked me this in the last recording we did, I yeah. think, and I didn't know that either.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, you didn't look it up, man. Didn't do your details. I think I did. I've just forgot
2: again. Okay. I <laughs> don't have to shine, okay. man. Torrance. Torrance. And I prefer it when it's called Tommy. the touch to the shine. Mm.
0: That's
2: you what it's called that. in Roland's universe. In oh, Power right. Talent.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just thought you were getting back to the touch with the Transformers. You
1: got the touch!
3: That
2: one, yeah. Bow, bow. <laughs> How's that song aged? This hold up. It's a masterpiece, and will be for all time. So. <laughs> well, it didn't. It was not so popular when it happened. So, no. like, it doesn't need to hold up. I, I would definitely prefer to transform in a transformer sense than in this sense.
0: Like. <laughs> I have a feeling this movie is going to drop out of my memory in a way that Color Out of Space stuck in my memory, though. Okay. I just kind of feel like I'm not going to be remembering this one so
2: intensely. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think I am the other way around. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I maybe a couple of years from now I'll rewatch both and mm, we'll see mm. if I feel differently. But yeah, they're just the specific images in this one mm. are really ingrained in my mind. Whereas like Color Out of Space, it was a a mood. Yeah. But I don't necessarily remember specific visuals that well. Mm. So I think that's the big difference for me. Yeah, but yeah, they are kind of cousins, I guess, as mm. far as movies go. <laughs> <laughs> they're cousins who've had babies and the babies have gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, right,
0: okay. Sorry, I had to like connect a few by, um, few strains there to get to the right spot. Mm. <laughs> um, it, this is at the height
2: of like, Netflix makes everything bubble too. Well, that, I don't know if it was. Is this? It was theatrically released, and Netflix just picked it up after. I think. Oh, was it that way? Cause, this I, is just before Netflix became the main place films comes out.
0: Yeah, until is, and, na- and now it's closed like and two Netflix, years after this. So. And now Netflix is being pummeled like a like a dead horse. Yeah. I think. Well, in America. I think other countries, I guess it's still rolling. Well,
2: Netflix is still rolling. It's just that now there's a bunch of other streaming sites. which just a pain in the ass. (laughs) But it's fine because Netflix was never profitable anyway. Yeah. Netflix is this weird money sink where it just keeps getting sold to richer and richer investors. (laughs) They're just pouring money down this drain that (laughs) is not profitable.
0: You need a good way to launder your money.
2: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good way to whitewash your dirty money.
0: (laughs) So not in that way does Annihilation work, but no, like, well, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of Hollywood, you know, straight-up Hollywood productions that are... Well, it's
2: weird, because, yeah, like you said at the start of this film, it was a quote-unquote flop. Mm. But, to me, it seems like a really popular, well-liked film. It comes so up I a think lot. It, it proves that this it. is the one that Netflix... Yeah, it had a big second life on Netflix. Mm. The way films used to get their big life on home, home entertainment. Yeah, okay, okay, I guess it's,
0: it's that, we haven't had that happen for a while, because people don't, well, <laughs> people just pay for streaming now, yeah. I went to a rental shop last night. <laughs> did it have anything that wasn't porn <laughs> <laughs> I was reading it for the wife and the daughter. Okay. <laughs> they did have, they did have the curtain and the porno stash, too. But, yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, yeah it, it was just kind of funny, like, I'm going through, and then it's almost like the 80s in here. Yeah. <laughs> Because they they go in and pick up a few of the the animes and uh, work through those. So, because mm.
2: mm. yeah, I, th- I think it's very easy for things to get lost on Netflix. But for whatever reason, I think Netflix themselves pushed this one a little bit. Yeah, and it seems to have paid off. No, the weird one was recently the Tomorrow War. What's the story on that? That that one was being made as a film production, like for theaters. Oh, and then got and the studio just flipped. gave up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazon just bought it and finished it. Because that, that was a COVID delay, right? It Yeah, it, like, it was a COVID delay, and the studio was just like, oh, we can't be bothered to do post on this. It's not worth it. Ah. So Amazon boy ended the post. I didn't see that it. one, though. It's right. Like, okay. <laughs> it's got a pretty cool monster, mm. um, but it's a really dumb film. And it's another one of these films where Chris Pratt plays a supposedly smart character. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. <laughs> it also has exactly the same thing as this, where it's like, well, the main character needs to be ex military but now a high school science teacher. Yeah. So was, they can make sense in this way. I was way. gonna
0: say that was the one thing that was like, oh she's a she's a biology teacher and and, and a military and 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 <laughs> it's like, supposed
2: oh, so to, to be perfect for this. Yeah. So well maybe they deliberately got her husband involved to drag her into it because she's so perfect for the mission. Ah. <laughs> That's the sort of shit they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda of the the interstellar uh grab <laughs> oh yeah it was your ideal wasn't it to do this yeah, yeah. well I was wondering if um, when we heard the woman screaming is it like the bear is her evolved form coming back in time to grab her and to, but no that was not the case
0: no it's just a weird bear like they,
2: they're all going to become their spirit animals then go back in time and kill themselves to make themselves become the animals or whatever
0: that would have been cool
2: yeah I think <laughs> that's the wrong kind of trippy for what this film was going for <laughs> That's
0: more that's of the, the primer kind of trippy, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, are we finished with this one? Or are we going to annihilate it? Yeah, I think it's time for it to be annihilated. Apparently, it's going to be annihilated from your memory. Annihilation commences. <laughs> I'll remember the soap bubbles. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably... I'll, I'll remember Natalie Portman that was in it and her general vibe in this one. So.
1: Um,
0: see, I can picture the bear already. I can picture the innards. Uh, I can like,
2: picture the bears when it comes between them and it's got, like, half its face missing. Yeah. And it's just going like... Help me! <laughs> See, the, <laughs> the, that's great. the
0: crocodile, like, didn't even, like, take when her. Like, it's a mutant, one. i was a crocodile. Because, I don't know, albino crocodile didn't seem
2: that weird, I guess, mm. to me. Well, that's what I was saying, though, they build the, the mutation stuff up slowly, which I think is... Really yeah, well, that's I mean. good. Was, it was a crocodile,
0: yeah. Like, I, when I get in and look at the teeth, that's when I was like, oh, I guess that's it's weird. Same, yeah,
2: kinda. So, yeah, okay, I guess that's good plot progression. I guess it was and acting a bit weird, isn't it? It, like, grabbed her bag and dragged her under, but... <laughs> Okay, so you want to tell people things that they can now know. You can find this podcast on Twitter at MLSFSPod, or also on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere a podcast can be found. You can find this one by searching Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary. Make sure you rate and review, like and subscribe, blah, blah, blah. And if you want to help keep this podcast online, you can go to patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. And there you can find links to all the other shows me and Matt create, like Matt's Twilight Zone podcast, my various video game podcasts. It sounds like a good way to say it. Yeah.
0: Transform into the shape of bear. <laughs>
3: She ebbs and she flows and got star twinkled toes. She'll trick the devil, you know in the mire to set it on fire over the sea to sky. On my rose-colored kaleidoscope. Sign on the walls is where we elope. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here. Yet beyond this veil, I know no fear, no division in joy. She's forever a boy, not just my usual ploy. In the mire to set it on fire, over the sea to sky. On my rose-colored kaleidoscope, sign on the wall says where we elope. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here, yet beyond this veil I know no. Set it on fire Over the sea, the sky Oh, my rose-colored kaleidoscope Sign on the walls So will we elope Abandon hope All ye who enter here Get beyond this veil I know no fear I'll ship and the guide for my trip on the hemlock sip In the mire, to set it on fire. Over the sea, the sky. Over the sea, the sky. Oh, my rose-colored kaleidoscope. Sign on the wall says where we elope. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here Yet beyond this veil I know no fear